Welcome to the Porn Stars Are People podcast. I'm Dan Frigolette. I'm here with Maria Marley. Thank you for meeting me. Thank you for having me. We're at this uh, secret location. We're at a salon here. In uh, w- as much information as you're willing to divulge, <laughs> uh, in some city in Florida, in Tampa, in Tampa. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so thank thank you for hooking up this location, and thank you to uh, to the, the the owners for having us. Um, <laughs> thanks for doing the episode. This is all good. You, you yeah, you yelled at me for a little while. Asked I me, did not yell at you. Asked me if this was a legit thing. I tried to tell you it was. Well, me as a legitimate business person <laughs> required references in which yeah. you did not provide, so I that's had to not, stalk. That's not true. I, I would have provided references. So wait, so ultimately, who were your references and, and what did they say? Lexi Luna said you were legit. Shout out Lexi Luna. Shout out to Lexi I Luna. I love Lexi Luna. And, and, and our, our whole episode was devoted to uh, basically talking shit about people who don't understand grammar. And you just tra- you just dropped a big word on me a little while ago. You you loquacious to me. Oh, are you not loquacious? <laughs> you loquacious to me. You seem pretty loquacious. I'm loquacious to me. from time to time. I'm loquacious as fuck. Sometimes I'm sometimes I'm anti loquacious. Okay. So okay, so you took you took a particular liking to my to the photo of my dog. What's your take on animals? Are you a dog person? I love animals. Do you have animals? Well, are yeah. you an animal? I'm an animal. <laughs> do, you, do you have a, Do you have animals? What's your What's your thing? Yeah, I have Who three you... cats. I have a Siamese named Delilah. Okay. I have a fluffy orange cat, and I have like a cat that looks like a Bengal, but it's tiny. You have every cartoon cat. I guess they're not mine. They're my roommates, okay. but like I feed them and shit. But the Siamese. Oh, was can a... I cuss on here? Yeah, whatever you want. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're good to go. <laughs> you're good to go. Is that Does that change everything? And. Uh, no, I still try to like not cuss a lot, but well, okay. <laughs> you can be a potty mouth. That's not good. that's not going to affect our listenership. They 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 get it. Oh. Uh, they w- they would actually love us to go completely into the potty mouth realm, but we try to we try to keep it on an even keel. So what? Okay, so what's going on? So what what does your life entail? What do you what do you find is the most um, important like ideology to you? Like people, everybody now has a thing, right? They're they're either a vegan or they. They do yoga, or they fast, or they whatever. What's like? How do you keep your life together? How do you? Keep Are you shit judging by my neighborhood because I live in a hipster no. area that I'm a vegan and I do yoga? No. Do you? Do, is there, is it, are these true things though? <laughs> um, I do not do yoga, but I do martial arts. No shit. Yes. Um. And I'm not a vegan, but I do eat kosher. Okay. Are you Jewish? No. <laughs> Why do you? What's so? What's the goal of eating kosher? It's Ever since I've been kosher, which has been for over like three years, yeah, um, I've been a lot more athletic. The food that I eat gives me energy. Um, I lost thirty-five pounds in the first few months of no being shit. kosher. Yeah, wow, yeah. So, what's your what's your day to day what's your day to day eats look like? What'd you eat today? Oh, today I had jerk chicken with rice and chickpeas and chickpeas. I don't know what kind of peas were in there. It came from the Jamaican restaurant. Okay. It's good Jamaican spot in here? Yeah. Island Crew on oh, no Hillsborough shot. Avenue. Whoop, What's whoop. up, Island Shout Crew? Out Island Crew. <laughs> That's Love one of my them. favorite things traveling is to find those little authentic spots, whether it be a little soul food spot, whether it be a Jamaican spot, whether it be, you know, just a fucking diner with Greek people. Like, just find the spot where they're still doing legitimate, uh, true food, where they're not like, they're not a chain. They're not like, they're serving you things that came out of the yeah. earth. Well, it's harder and harder to, to find now. 
Once I moved to this neighborhood, I live in like the neighborhood I live in because I'm a foodie. What's it? What's this? What's this neighborhood called? Seminole Heights. Seminole Heights. Tampa. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's very, very hipster. Everything's artisan, organic, handcrafted, yeah. farm to table, fair yeah, what trade. Is, what does our What does artisanal mean? From the artisan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, it doesn't mean anything, I right? Uh, no, it doesn't mean it's anything. Just a, it's it just a bullshit sounds word. good. It's a yeah. bullshit hipster word. And it just. It usually goes with cheeses. Yeah. <laughs> Artisanal cheeses. Okay, so I, I guess I'm not as familiar with what it takes to eat kosher as I should be. So. What's going on? What like what? Are, what's the restrictions? What makes what makes a, a kosher killing? I mean, that's the whole thing, right? Is a kosher killing? What makes that? Okay, let me explain something. To explain you, it. Woman, explain <laughs> it to me. Talk down to me. Okay, a lot of people confuse kosher with it's blessed by a rabbi. Sure. I'm like, if you're that uncultured and stupid, you don't have to eat kosher. I'm that uncultured. Just tell. Oh, so tell me what. It, so tell me what it means. <laughs> So tell me what it means to eat so kosher. So kosher, one thing you don't do is boil the baby in the mother's milk. Okay. You don't um, combine your meat and dairy okay. together. I separate mine for health purposes, not for um, religious practices. Yeah. Um, by six hours, because your body takes time to digest proteins. Sure. And if you try um, digesting multiple times, types of protein simultaneously it's not going to happen it's going to get caught in your stomach you get acid reflux you get GERD whatever because your stomach's trying to do a job and you're fucking it's with doing that. two two at once when it Got can it. only do one at once interesting interesting and the idea of f- eating food is you're supposed to feel well nourished yeah and have energy after eating food should yeah. be fuel this is yeah this is exactly the thing i'm trying to figure out how to how to perpetrate through comedy and some of the, this is the idea that like it's it's your gasoline. I'm sorry, this isn't funny. This isn't funny at all. It's your gasoline, right? And so we're all confused about why we're gaining weight, and we we're, we're like we like make excuses as to like oh I'm lazy and this and that. But I really think it's one of the hardest jobs in, on earth to eat more food than you're able to use. You're putting real work into that into yeah. that day, and but that we think of it the exact opposite. But if you cut out pork and shellfish and you clear your body of those toxins and you start separating your meat and dairy products, I swear you will see a difference. So I mean, you're physically fit. You look good. So like you probably don't care. But no. Uh, well, but I, I just changed my whole process of, of, of how I eat. Uh, and let me accept the compliment. Thank you. Uh, recently. But so do you eat dairy? You just won't eat it within six hours of meat. Interesting. Dairy takes a few hours to yeah. process in your system on its own. Sure. Meat is a heavier protein, so it's going to take like four to six hours to process through your system. I do the whole six hours just to be safe. So, so, but you, so you said you eat meat, veggies, and grains. So those can those can be eaten together, no problem. Yeah. Dairy is a whole separate yeah. entity. Um, and I don't buy kosher meat because it's hard to purchase in Tampa. Sure. Unless you're a member of the synagogue, you're an actual real life Jewish person. Yeah. A um, real-life Jewish person. Yeah, I'm not a real-life Jewish person. Like, I just eat kosher and read the Torah. Um, but I buy halal meat, where the animal is killed uh, very similarly to the way it would be killed kosher. Sure. So one clean sweep, the animal does not feel um, that adrenaline that actually taints the blood and red Interesting. meat. Interesting. Yeah. And the meat tastes better. Yeah. 
so. You sold me. I don't know how long you're here in Tampa, but I have some halal meat at my house I can cook for you. Well, I, I'm accepting <laughs> that invite. Uh, but yeah, you you uh, you've definitely sold me. No, so what I've done in the last, so I, I what happened to me was I I was a runner and then I fucked up my knee and then I was basically waiting around, switching doctors to get the right kind of MRIs and things like that, get the knee surgery. So this is this was like a, this ended up being like a ten month thing. And then half of it, I was like just convincing myself that I'm going to be fine. I'm going to run. I don't need surgery, right? You use that denial phase because you don't want to get surgery. It's like the last thing you want. So I do all that, get the surgery. Uh, in the midst of that whole period of time, I end up putting on a fair amount of weight. Mm-hmm. And so then I was hanging out with a buddy in uh, St. Louis. His name is uh, Nathan Orton. Actually, shout out Nathan Orton. Both of his, his father and his brother were WWE superstars. So we were just talking about diet and whatnot. And he was like, look, do this. Just Google intermittent fasting. I'm not going to try to sell you on whatever, how I do, how, you know, it might not be right for you. Just Google intermittent fasting. And I started reading about it, and it made a lot of sense. And the idea is that you, you start eating later on in the day, and you only eat for eight hours. You give your body that time to process and do all the things it's supposed to be doing. And, I mean, he's big on this idea that, like, digestion takes, like, 85% of the resources of your body. Mm-hmm. at this, you know, So if you're not digesting, your body's actually doing all of the things it needs to be doing. Um, and so just doing that, cutting out, I ended up cutting out dairy. I cut out grains. I don't eat sugars. So I'm, I'm just eating basically meat and veggies and I I lost like 35 pounds. So is that similar to the paleo diet? Yeah, it's got a lot of the same, a lot of the same ideas with it. So the paleo idea was this, this, this process that like we, they go, look, we haven't evolved that much since we were cavemen. So we should probably be eating the way cavemen were eating. Right. And they're not wrong. I mean, I, p- plenty of people. I think my sister did paleo leading up to her wedding. She lost a bunch of weight. Um, I don't know. I'm not eating grains. The only the only thing is, is socially, it's it's annoying for other people. Yeah. Like, but like, so like everybody else wants to like, like I'm I'll like go meet my family and they'll be like, no, he can't eat till three. He's not eating anything. <laughs> right. And they're just like obnoxious about it. And it's just oh. like I'm not like I don't but I'm not the guy who's going to br- I don't need to I don't want to bring any of that into somebody else's life. Yeah. Um, but I'll wait until the you know, they've offered me three three times they've offered me food and I'm like, oh, I'm just I'm not and then eventually you have to explain why you're not eating and it becomes a thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so So yeah, so but this idea of having control of the things you're putting in your body is kind of where we all should be. Ideally, yes. Right? You like you should know where it came from. You should know what somebody's handing you and you should have you should have to trust that person. Yeah, the good thing about um, buying halal and kosher meat is kosher was, not that it was blessed by a rabbi, but the rabbi does have to supervise throughout the animal's lives, wherever the slaughterhouse may be. Yeah. Um, that they were raised properly, killed properly. Not, like, yeah. abused. Yeah, not like if you, I don't know if you've ever driven through, like, Texas from Florida to California. Um, I always go up the other way. There was a part in Texas, me and Mandy Candy drove through, actually. Nice. And you could see all of the cows that go to, like, Publix, Walmart, yeah. Target, yeah. whatever, supermarkets. Oh, um, and they're just in pens. Yeah. Yeah. Lined up miles of them, and you can smell them. Yeah, you smell them first. You right, you smell, yeah. And then, well, I had this, I had a similar experience driving south. From Lauderdale to Miami, apparently, they just, that's where they put all the trash. Mm-hmm. So, first I smelled it, then I saw it. But that's what happens with, yeah, so that whole, yeah, the whole steer section of Texas, I've definitely been through that where it's just line after line it's disgusting and you know those animals are in fear so the their blood is tainted with adrenaline yeah well what is it 
And it's, so you're saying adrenaline toughens Yeah, me. it's not good for your stomach. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't. It's like a type of adrenaline, like it's some endorphin, not endorphin, um, some hormone that they release when they're freaking out. Yeah. And that's this makes what a lot. It makes sense. It makes a lot of sense to me. But if the animal was killed in one clean sweep, yeah, just cut their head off. Yeah, well, that's what I love about those. Well, it's what's interesting is like hunters, and I watch a lot of these survival shows. And there's whenever there's like two people in a survival show together, there's a lot of like there's a lot of debate, and sometimes there's fights about how they kill the animal because yeah. it's like it's like this animal's giving its life for you to survive on, and that animal needs to be shown respect. And so there's so there's like that's where all of this came. So then then uh, take it to paleo. That's you know, that's where we were when we killed an animal to eat. It was to eat it Mm -hmm. so that we could survive. And and again, it's a gift. You pray use use as much of the meat as you can, you know, using the bones. You honor that animal as part of your life. You know, you make them into a jacket and, you know, all the things which actually. It's kind of crazy. Describing it now. Yeah, sounds worse. But, you know, but yeah, the idea is that this, saying, that this yeah. animal gave its life and that you should, you know, it, it's it's sustaining us and you need to give that that its respect. I agree. So interesting. That. So so kosher. So there it is. That's the um, so that's cool. So you you said you lost 35 pounds. That's insane. Yeah, I was on birth control um, from when I was 15 to 18 that I was supposed to gain weight while I was taking um, and that didn't happen. And once I turned 18, I was obviously no longer on my parents' health insurance. Couldn't take the birth control anymore. Yeah. I started blowing up. I went up to 155 pounds. And so what were you doing wrong? Um, it was just the hormones yeah. in my body. And I was just gaining weight. My skin was breaking out. Yeah. But I was working for foot mode productions at the time. I will shout them out, and they know what the fuck they said. So this is me. I'm not sneak dissing. Everybody knows. I was working for them at the time, and as I started gaining weight, I'm also more Hispanic than I am white, so m- my body's built more curvy. Sure. When I'm skinny, you can still see, like, the shape of my body. Sure. You know? Like, what I'm supposed to look like. Sure. Um, I started gaining weight and filling out to the body that I should have as a woman. Yeah. I, I was 18. Um, and they stopped booking me for shoots. Oh, and they was, said something to you. Because I was gaining weight. Yeah. So, my feelings were so hurt yeah. that I was like, I need to do something to lose weight. Like, I need to get this shit under control now. And my friends in Fort Lauderdale, obviously... You spend some time there. You know, yeah. it's a big Jewish community down okay. there. Yeah, Fort Lauderdale. Um, I was down there with them. We had a kosher barbecue, and I was like, wow, this meat tastes so much better yeah. than, like, what you buy at Publix right. or Walmart or whatever. Winn-Dixie. Yeah, you Winn-Dixie. Have them had, you have Winn-Dixie's down here. Never go there. <laughs> Sneaked us on <laughs> Winn-Dixie. Well, that was my, fir- that was my first <laughs> question. I got I got in town. I landed. I went to the house. I got a rental car, and I texted the people from the area, and I said, I said, am I supposed to go to Publix or Winn-Dixie? And they were all, go to go to Publix. You definitely don't go to Winn-Dixie. Publix overprices their stuff because they put an organic label on everything. Yeah. Um, but if you shop at, like, local farmer's markets and stuff, it's better. Yeah. Well, of course. You pay less money, but you don't have a fancy grocery yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you need one? No. You, well, <laughs> I would love to. I would love to find the the farmers market. That's the other problem when you travel so much is like trying, yeah, trying to figure out the area and trying to figure out where all the good stuff is. So this, I've been making this mistake. Um, I've been because I, because I was in the middle of the country for the last couple tours, I could just Google barbecue and go to a, a 
barbecue restaurant, and it would be like a surprise, just incredible spot. Places like Oklahoma City, they're just awesome. Like it's a, there's a food renaissance going on there. Springfield, Missouri has some of the best food I've ever had in my life. Indianapolis is like on their way up with food. Um, and then I live in New York, so like I can always get good barbecue. Uh, I Google barbecue in Florida. I go to the first restaurant. <laughs> Which one? Terrible. I don't know what it's called. It was like it was right by where I was living. Uh, what then city? the city. Ne- in Lauderdale, uh, oh, okay. I'll, I'll look it up. Uh, and then, and then next night I go. Uh, like they, they served me what I what I assume is uh, pork and beans out of the can. Like they just <laughs> dumped it into yeah. the styrofoam. Uh, they didn't have forks, knives. They just gave me plastic stuff. Uh, not a good experience. So I'm like, all right, that maybe that's just the one spot, of course. Yeah, and that was like the number like number five best barbecue spot in Lauderdale on. Yelp or whatever. So it's like, all right, man, maybe, you know, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. So I'm in Miami. Then I go to uh, Uncle Tom's Barbecue. Thinking, same thing. It's like number three barbecue Miami, like best spot, like whatever, whatever. Same thing. They basically serve me pork and beans. So I don't know that there's a good barbecue spot in, in Florida. I think I need, I think I need to bail baby. on it. What's We're that? In the South. Yeah. We have good barbecue. Where? The best places. I swear on everything. The best places you'll find barbecue are those, not to be racist, yeah, the but black walls. guys make yeah. the best barbecue. That's what I was saying. Well, that's and what the food trucks. Okay. Uh, no, that's absolutely. Oh, that's always true. Food trucks are always the way to food go. Food trucks are always the way to go. But the best barbecue I've ever had is out of food trucks. Yeah. In this area? Yes, in Tampa. Okay. Well, I still need to eat, so, I, the, so that, might, that might be on the itinerary. But yeah, so I mean that's that's what I mean. I was, I was doing my Snapchat story. Oh, I don't know. Jimbo's barbecue right now. Too. It's good. Yeah, they're pretty good, but it depends on who's working. Jimbo's barbecue, depending on the person in the kitchen. Yeah. All right. If you uh, go during the daytime, it's not that good. But when you go at nighttime, it's pretty. Yeah, it's good. off the hook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's always the you know that like I said that's always the thing. You find the guy who that's my favorite is one like there's a spot in Birmingham, a little soul food spot. I mean it was it was it was this size, mm-hmm. and it was like. Uh, you know, somebody at, I you know I was hanging out there for a couple hours. Went to some coffee, the local coffee shop. Girl behind the counter says, "You got to go to whatever, whatever." You heard of this? I was like, "No." Google that one over there. Little hole in the wall. I as soon as I get over there, I see that's a hole in the wall. I'm like, "That's definitely the spot." Like, there's no way that's not the spot. Um, I mean, they blew my mind with with the collard greens. Um, I think they did a similar thing with green beans. It was fantastic. That's so awesome. Finding these, finding these little, yeah, these little food spots that that's like that's like a trip savior a lot of times. Like most of you know, people come down to Florida and they want to go to Applebee's and they want to go to fucking Ew. Smoky Barbie. What's the Smoky, smoky Bones? Bones? Yeah, that's all this disgusting. shit. Because that's what they know and that's what they trust. Mm. I can't do it. Can't do it. I can't even do chilies. I can't even grab a drink at one of those places. No, no, no. It's not good. There's nothing. There's nothing in the food. There's no I'm food way in our too food. Too much of a foodie to deal with all that. There's no food in any of that food. All right. So outside of food, outside of that, outside of so martial arts is interesting. Yeah. Were you doing this as a child, or you just picked this up now? <laughs> Good question. Um, I started karate, Nippon sure. Ryu, in sixth grade, and I made it to a yellow belt weight stripe. Okay. You got to um, catch me up. Just like, just like it, with the kosher, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, the velvet stripe isn't very okay. advanced, but you know, for middle school, that's okay. Um, what? No, what drew you to karate? My father is a sensei. No shit. Yeah. So how come? How come you waited till you were in sixth grade? 
Well, like, okay, so let's just tell everybody. My parents divorced when I was four, so I was yeah. around my dad. Okay. And he was also in the military and sheriff's office and Freemason, and I don't okay. think I'm supposed to say that. All the manly stuff. He did all the manly things. Um, He's the only ounce of white blood I have in me, and it's American as fuck. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I could not spend any time with him until like his second return from Iraq. No shit. Yeah. Um, and I was in middle school. I'm like, you know what? I want to be like my dad. I want to do karate. Oh, that's actually fucking adorable. No, because I was a bad kid. I got in trouble at school. Like I beat people up anyways. Oh, so she was worried that you were going to have the skills. I got beat up too. I didn't beat everybody up. But (laughs) now doesn't martial arts give you the, the, the wherewithal to not beat people up? To not do that. Right. It teaches you so much self-control. Right. I swear until I was like 18, I had zero self-control. And even with my dad training me karate for a little bit, my yeah. technique got better, but yeah. my attitude did not. Sure. Um, well, because you were, you know, you were like a little <laughs> shitty teenage girl and, you you know, and yeah, it's just it's just kind of <laughs> it it's just kind of how it works. Um, and I, I did it for a little bit. My mom was like, no, you can never train her again. She will not do karate. Oh, this is again. like a this is like a movie this scene. Is, yeah, you will never train my daughter. Something happened in the bathroom stall after orchestra class. Um, after I had some martial arts training, and I got in trouble. I was the one that got in trouble after oh. martial arts. You training. got you got in a little scrap. You got you got in a scrap cool. with somebody. The girl tried to give me. Never mind. No, no, no. We're already she in tried it. To give me a swirly. Okay. Tried to give you a swirly. What year is this? What do you mean? That's not. But how old are you? In sixth grade, I was... Now, how old are you now? You're in your 20s, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, dude. A swirly? Yeah. That's insane that that, that that was still hanging around. I was around. with her, too, but we had just got done like, vandalizing the bathroom. And no, shit. swirlies was like my parents' uh, generation. The fact that somebody's still giving swirlies... Is it called a swirly? ...in the 90s. Yeah, they hang you upside down and they, and no, they flush no, your head. She, they, she didn't hang me upside down. She tried to shove flush my Flush your head in the, the toilet. toilet, yeah. And I got pissed off. Yeah. We just got done vandalizing the bathroom together. Oh, you were boys... I don't know how better to put it. You, you were girls, and then she, uh, and then she, and then she turned on you. That's fucked up. She turned on you. We mid- vandalized the bathroom, and it was really pretty and all sharpies. And oh, um, what'd you guys write? It was just we were drawing pictures all over the bathroom stall. Nice. And somehow, like, she tried to flush my head in the toilet, and as soon as she pushed her head and my in the toilet a little bit, I freaked the fuck yeah. out, and I just. Snapped on her, and that was after my first little taste of martial arts training. So my I first taste of blood. <laughs> so you fucked her up so good? I used, I'm not going to talk about it. She's my friend now. You fucked her up good? She's my friend now. Yeah, no, but you guys both know that you I fucked got, her up good. I got in trouble. Yeah. So my, it was enough. <laughs> so they looked at the both of you, and they go, obviously, you need to be punished. <laughs> they called my mom, and she told me I could never practice martial arts again. Yeah. So I didn't such things until um, now and now you're back in it now yeah after i turned 18 i didn't re- i didn't have the money for martial arts when i was 18 yeah. i was a fucking hairdresser yeah who does like, i was not making it yeah um and then so what so what br- i don't know is it a branch what branch of martial <laughs> arts what branch of martial arts are, are you pursuing it's funny, i train unlimited martial arts so what does that mean i do my favorites are taekwondo jiu-jitsu yeah. Wait, in this order. Okay. Kickboxing, taekwondo, taekwondo, kickboxing, MMA, and jiu-jitsu. Well, you just changed the order. In that order. Well, you just changed it. So I which know, one's that's what I was telling you. <laughs> so which one's first? In that order. 
Kickboxing. Kickboxing. And then Taekwondo. Taekwondo. And then Taekwondo kickboxing. Oh, Taekwondo kickboxing That's is a different thing. Yeah. That's where I was not understanding. It's a whole different class. Got it. And then And then um MMA and then jujitsu. And then jujitsu and then and then Taibo. No, Taibo. <laughs> You Do you remember Tybo? You don't remember Tybo? So this is our this is our age gap. There was a guy named Billy Blanks. He was um he was like a stunt man, and he came out with a workout program. This is one of the first fad workout programs that was like a kickboxing program. It was called Tybo, and it was his program. And fucking people lost their minds about it for a while. It was the orig- and then there was the. Do you remember the Gazelle? Do you remember that guy on the Gazelle? I don't know which fad. I don't know which. Fa- uh, I wasn't allowed the, to watch a lot of TV when I was growing up, so the I don't. In, the ins. What was the insane don't one? Pop culture, me. Okay, no more Insanity. pop culture. Insanity workout. Oh, that was the Sean next one. That was the next one. T. Yeah, he was. The ne- he was the next one. So, so what he what he decided to do was pick up where those guys Tybo and this gazelle guy left off. So, I'll give you an idea, Tybo. Oh wow! So that's where Shanti got it from. Yeah, well, he he saw that you could make a million dollars by making a, a workout video, yeah, and branding it I properly. Had the biggest crush on him. Really, I'm trying to think of what he looks like. I probably wouldn't have tried Insanity, or P90X. He's good looking. He's obviously in He's shape. Black. He's black. Billy Blanks. Billy Blanks is a dark dude, dark yeah. skinned dude. Yeah, you gotta check. It. Look look up Billy Blanks. Yes, sir. He's old. Are you gonna do it right now? He's old now. Well, no, because it's gonna. I don't know. I don't. Remind me later. No, look it up. Um, it's it, uh, it'll actually be interesting to see to see what your reaction, reaction is. Yeah. To Billy Blanks. To Billy Blanks. Sean T. So what happened? So Sean T. Did the insanity workout. Then he uh then he sold that, sold out of it, and then he started whatever the next fad workout was. These guys just do the. They just keep doing the same thing over and over again. That's what the Brita guy did. The Brita guy made a the Brita. Brita guy. The Brita guy made a Brita, made a million dollars, sold it, sold it to a bigger company, and then started another company that did the exact same thing. Mavai, Mavai, Mavai. He started a company called Mavai, and it was the exact same thing. It was pure fried water. No, that's a different one. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, it doesn't matter. I lost you. I lost you at Brita. Okay. I lost you at Brita. Okay. All the lights are off. Well, it worked out. We're inside. Did you look up Billy Blanks? No. Yeah. We're all going to sit here and wait for you while you. I'm looking up Billy. While you look up Billy Blanks. What'll be amazing is if his name's not Billy Blanks and I and I fucked up the whole thing. Like I fucked up. I fucked up the whole reference. I could see. I could see Billy Blanks doing porn. Honestly. (laughs) Billy shoots blanks. Billy blanks. Yeah. Billy, no, I think it would be Billy never shoots blanks would be the. No, because you don't want to be, be the like that porn story that gets everyone pregnant. Is that a guy? No, That's I just a person? made that up. No, I, that, he'd be like Prince Billy Charming. He'd be great. Blanks. You want them to shoot blanks because. No, I don't know. I think I think there's a, you know. Wait, there's a Billy Blanks Jr. You know, yeah, maybe I, I messed up because. Let me look up. Oh, is that him? I'm going to put in Tybo. That's daddy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's him. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, Billy Blanks. Yeah, he's old now. Oh, who's this weirdo? Oh, is that his brother? Yeah, so he's a martial artist. I don't know. Yeah, you should know this guy. Tybo. Tybo's a legit martial art. So this was, yeah, this was the, here it is. This was the workout plan in the 90s. Well, in the mm-hmm. 2000s, really. <laughs> when you were beating that girl up and getting a swirly, Billy Blanks was oh, no, running around was running around the universe yeah, and, and making millions. So. Oh, my God. He looks so funny. So Okay, so what else? So what else? Oh, so let's ask that. Have you ever bought anything f- off of an infomercial? Um, no. Have you ever been? You never been swayed by uh, by by any, one of those ads? Slap chop. No. Okay, the sham yeah. wow. 
when I was little. Sock and boppers. A sock and bopper. They had a commercial. Which for one's sock that? And but that's not an infomercial. Oh. Sock and boppers is the the the. the no, that's. No, I'm never thinking of Skippo. Shit off an infomercial. What like is this, what like. is a sock and bopper? Sock and boppers. Sock and boppers. No, I see you singing the song. <laughs> what but what is a sock and bopper? You don't look much older than me. I'm 35. What is a sock? Oh. I'll take no, that. I'll take that, that compliment not too. Compliment. I'll take. I'll take that shit. Um, <laughs> what is a uh, what is a sock and bopper? Those are it's the like the gloves, the punching gloves. Yes. You, so okay. You do know. I know that some things. Brand new. Well, I thought you were talking about Skippo. I remember. Remember, you don't know Skippo. Skippo was a card game. No. Oh, Skippo was a card game. What was the one where you put the thing on your ankle and then you skipped and it counted? What was that called? Skippo was my grand my grandma's favorite card game. Actually. Uh, the skip, something about skipping. I'm like the ultimate '90s baby. I should. Yeah. Have. Did you grow up? So you grew you grew up right on the cusp of like not having athletic toys anymore. Like like one of the things that we actually had that we enjoyed were like jump ropes in my in my era. We in had my jump day. ropes with the fucking plastic beads that look like noodles. The plastic beads that look you like know, noodles. Those cheesy jump ropes—they come in like red, white, and blue. No. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. We had those. They were right, and they hurt. Yeah. They hurt if you hit Especially somebody when with it's them. Tw- oh, when it's twisted around you. Yeah. 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 Uh, now yeah, use the speed rope. The speed rope is the. It's basically basically all it is is a piece of wire. Yeah. No thicker than your headphones. It's like a rubber wrap wire. It looks like this. Yeah. Yeah. Thinner than that. More like close to your headphones. Well, it's not that thin, but if yeah. There was like a happy medium between. Was, your yes, I agree with that. Yes. So this is uh, th- this is the Goldilocks. Okay, this one's too big. This one's too thin, and there's one that's just right, and that bitch is sleeping in that bed. So yeah, the speed Where? rope <laughs> that hurts too if you accidentally hit it. Oh yeah, I've been whacked with the speed rope. I bet you have. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> what do I have? So I have one in my car. I like. I always convince myself that I'm going to jump rope, and I never do. When was the last time you jumped rope? Be honest with me. Like last month. Last month, yeah. Yeah. Was well, it part, part of the of martial our, art yeah. training? We have to do it sometimes because we do circuits and kickboxing class. Yeah. And um, sometimes it'll be the speed rope, and we'll like jump on and off of a bag and like yeah. punch another bag, kick a different bag. Yeah. I'm starting to not be able to trust my, since I don't I don't trust my knee anymore. I don't think I trust my legs. So it's like it's like a weird transition in my life. So I'm just trying to figure out now. Like in my head now, I'm just gonna like start doing like I don't know American Ninja Warrior training. Like that's like the only thing that I can do because it's just it's basically no legs. Not with that knee. No, this knee. No, this it's fine. You, there's there's almost no legs in American Ninja Warrior. Okay. Have you seen the sh- Have you seen the show? No, I don't, I still don't watch TV. <laughs> I watch Archer sometimes. Okay, <laughs> all right. It's a fine. It's a fine show. But you know what American Ninja Warrior is? They're no. like running up walls and like uh, they're like, like swinging on things. Course. Yeah, basically. But it's like all. Iron but Man it's all climb. Something. Yeah, but it's all climbing shit. So everything is like grip strength, and everything is like oh, that's cool. is like ride a you bicycle with your arms. I bet we, you could. Can we do that? Yeah, let's can go. Pa- let's go parkour. Let's go find something to hang off. No, of. parkour is dangerous and different. No, we just basically just find That's something to American hang off Ninja of. Warrior or we just got to go find something to hang off of, and then and then we'll see if you can you can like do a pull up and a backflip. That's pretty much what American Ninja Warrior is. Yo, will you spot <laughs> me on the pull up? <laughs> just keep pushing up. So, I just did a hundred. As long as somebody pushes me up yeah, every time. I still need someone to spot me on my pull ups. You don't have one. You don't. Feel can you like get one? <laughs> you get one pull up or no? Not even one. It depends. From what do you mean from I what? Like super up high. I can't like no, the, pull, the how high it is has nothing to do with whether or not you can pull yourself. That doesn't. 
No, if it's a lower bar, I can do it. I can't hear you. Oh, if it's a lower bar, I can do it. Cause you're, I was using my cause hands to l- talk. Yes, yeah, you're showing us. <laughs> Again, go check it out <laughs> on YouTube. Physical demonstration. Uh, the, the, the act out was tremendous. Um, so yeah, so we'll so we'll go we'll go eat halal meat, uh, get the barbecue, and do pull-ups on a like you a street sign somewhere. You don't ask me anything like personal. What? Uh, or was that personal? Whatever you whatever you want. I, I mean, mean I I'm op- I'm open for it. I don't know. So here's the, and here's here's always the line that that we try to figure out is like uh, in this in this business, both my industry and yours, there's a certain amount of anonymity that we're trying to to maintain, right? So it's like sometimes as a comedian, you don't you don't necessarily want the crowd to know that you have a girlfriend or don't have a girlfriend because you know you, you got a scope of work over a period of time, and sometimes everybody knows I have a boyfriend. He's probably gonna walk in here. So okay, so so there's that. So is that? I mean, are these the things you want me to ask you about? Yeah. Well, let me ask you about Salvador Dali, because that, that was my favorite artist, and he's all over oh your arm. Oh, my God. Not about my tattoos. He can ask me anything else. Well, not about the tattoos, but, how, but what, is, what is Salvador D- Dali? Why is this? Why is he important to you? Why is that the thing that you want? That is my favorite artist, and he um, brought me into surrealism. Yeah. When I was little. Yeah. The Salvador Dali Museum used to be um, really cool. It's in St. Pete. They had a, no shit. Yeah. They had a different location before. And in my uh, about probably second or third grade field trip to the art museum, we went to Salvador Dali. And yeah. I fell in love with his work. It just like tripped me out and gave me chills. And it was kind of like my first taste of art um, outside of art class. Mm-hmm. And like, of course, um, the house, the house I grew up in, my mom had a lot of um, Van Gogh and Picasso and stuff from like older stuff. Yeah. So... Once I saw Salvador Dali's work, I kind of, like, had a really strong feel for it. My parents were like, oh, only criminals and sailors and biker gangs have tattoos. Oh, uh, okay. And I was like, oh, well, if I'm going to get anything tattooed on me ever. This wasn't my first tattoo, but I was like, I want one of That's those the one. melting clocks yeah. from Persistence of Memory. Yeah. I didn't know I'd have a whole sleeve out of it. Yeah. No, it's um, fantastic. Yeah, so that explains that, and I won't go into my tattoos. He's my favorite. He's my favorite as well. So I got I got to college, and they sign you up. When you first get to college, they sign you up for a bunch of classes uh, that you don't you don't have a say in. One of them was an art history class, and I just I ended up taking that all four years and just kind of made that like a minor. It didn't have any value in my life other than the fact that I can I can rock the the art history question in Jeopardy, and it showed me a lot of what's uh, you know the. A lot of, I don't know, just having that background is crazy because it, it really does show you through the eras of time what we thought was, was good art and what we thought was important and, and there's something crazy about it. And then for me, and surrealism was always the thing. I don't know why. I love surrealism, um, but especially Dali. Like, out of all art, I like other... I don't oh, know I'm so hand. sorry. I'm so sorry. I talk with my hands all <laughs> the time. Um, anyways, where are you from? Uh, I'm from upstate New York. Uh, this is where it's going to get hairy because sometimes I get I, people will, will troll the site and they'll be like, just let the girls talk. We don't care about you, Dan. No, I don't give a so, fuck what they so care so about. I'm so asking I'm, you a question. So I'm from upstate New York. I was born in Albany. I was raised in Syracuse. Have you been, okay, to, have been, you been to either Syracuse. of those places? Have yes. you? For why? Um, for a shoot. No shit. Yeah. Very cool. What'd yeah. you think? I was on a road trip with another model and we just like stopped in Syracuse around New York. Yeah. And just took pictures in the polluted lake? No. Was she? Never mind. I did not. 
Um, what was gonna? Ha- you you keep starting and stopping. <laughs> because I don't want to be an asshole all the time. What happened? What <laughs> what were you gonna What were you gonna say? Nothing asshole like if that's just from <laughs> just remove the asshole part. You can tell the story without you being an ass. No, I can't. Okay, fair um, enough. Next question. Okay, so so uh, I didn't ask any questions. Uh, so that's where I'm from. Uh, you said you're you're from here. You grew up here, raised here. Are you ever gonna leave? Oh, Tampa. Well, I travel full time anyway. Yep. So, because I'm always gone, I appreciate Tampa more. Yeah. And I appreciate my community more. I can relate to that. Like everyone watches everyone's back. Yeah. And you don't get that a lot in other places. Yeah, I agree with that. So. Well, that's cool. Um, I grew up here. My life is here. My friends are here. I still have the same friends I had in elementary school. Yeah. Like, I've developed everything I know here, but I've also traveled my whole life, and I continue to travel full-time for work now. Yeah. Um, so I always appreciate coming home. I at least need to, like, have my bed somewhere and have my groceries parked somewhere. Yeah. And, like, keep my car parked somewhere. Yeah. I have to have a house somewhere, even though I don't stay here all the time. Yeah, there's something, there's something great about it. Like Just being able to come home. Yeah, even now, like, so I'm I'm staying at this place in Lauderdale. It's a, it's it's uh, my cousin's uh, place, and he's not there. And so I have this I have this house that him and his mom and his sister used to live in, and uh, it's just a big place for me. And it, and it makes me feel weird and lonely and whatever. And it's like I never feel that way when I'm at when I'm at Maybe my place because it's home. There. there could be a ghost. No, no, no. Well, here's worse. Fort Lauderdale's kind of creepy. Well, there was something on the roof the other day. Uh, I still haven't solved it, but uh, I was talking about it on one of the other episodes. But I woke up at 5 a.m. to nails and 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 f- and and footsteps on the roof, and it's a one-story mm-hmm. house. So somebody was up there, something was up there at 5 a.m., mm-hmm. and I haven't solved the problem. I don't know whether it was. So his old house used to have peacocks on the roof, and they would just cheer. You know, they would like call and whatever the whole thing. Uh, so I don't know what's been up there, uh, but I was freaked the fuck out. But there's just something to having your own place, and that's your spot. So, like, I'm never, I'm never like weird or f- creeped out or lonely or alone when I'm at my place. But then, just out here, it's like I don't know, man. Sometimes you just you get caught up in the in the fact that you're just fish out of water. That's so sad. <laughs> like, I feel bad. I, I want to help you. <laughs> you're. F- you're fine. <laughs> You're helping me. We're doing. We're doing. We're, we're making content for the internet now. Okay, this is what it's oh, about. Okay, um, so what else, man? Uh, so you can beat me up. That's a fact. Um, you have you have you ever hunted? Have you killed anything? Do people do that down here? I am not a hunter. Yeah. Um, my stepdad goes hunting. Sure. He's he's a redneck though. Yeah. So that's like a So I drove through some interesting parts of Florida on the way over here. So from what I can tell, uh, St. Augustine's a very cool, fun little town. Uh, Orlando is, you know, that tourist nature thing. I know some people from like Satellite Beach area. Lauderdale has a weird, I don't know, it's got a weird vibe. Miami is its whole thing. Tampa seems fun. It's beautiful. And I was in St. Pete today. Uh, I haven't seen Sarasota yet. But in the middle of Florida, when you're, tra- when you're trying to get from Lauderdale to... I guess Naples, mm-hmm. it's just kind of nothing. It's like random farms and then just sort of like marshland and then closed down alligator huts. Sounds about right. So it's an interesting... Like so Alligator Alley? Yeah, I don't know. That's Are you sure you weren't there? I don't know. What is Alligator Alley? Okay. Um, be careful. There were signs that said alligator. I mean, I was in a car, yeah. okay, so yeah. I'm fine. So between Tampa and Miami, 
um, you take Alligator Alley, which please do not speed ever there because they have the most police traps in Florida. Oh, yeah? Everybody gets pulled over in Alligator Alley. I haven't seen... So I haven't even if you feel like you can go really fast because there's no other cars on the road and you don't see any cops, yeah. it doesn't mean there's not cops. They I get everyone. I haven't seen... That, yeah, that was the other thing I was thinking today. I haven't seen, I haven't seen cops yet as in Florida. As soon as you start thinking that... Yeah. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Oh, speaking of which... Um, yeah. If Officer Love Muffin shows up, he'll be quiet. He'll be quiet. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I'm fine. He'd just be showing up. Sometimes. Yeah. You told him. You told him to come. He should come. Well, not until we're done. He should be in his car until we're done. But uh, sometimes he just—he's a curious guy. Yeah. Yeah. He, everybody wants to know about the porn stars or people podcast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, he's um, a detective too, so it's like. Oh yeah. So he has to. So he's, he, he's a different. Type so he's out there detecting. <laughs> um, all right. So what else? So we're 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 on the, we're at the apex of this thing. What, how do people find you? Do you want people to follow you? What do you what do you want to plug? Oh, you can um, follow me on Twitter. Yep. It's at just get right on the mic. <laughs> can you hear me now? Yeah, <laughs> you're can good. Can you hear me now? There's only like t- there's only tiny little pockets where we lose I move you. My hands yeah, there's only tiny little pockets. You're for the most part you're on the oh podcast. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Don't worry. <laughs> so, on Twitter, it's at Maria fucking Marley, but it's F K N. So at M A R I A F K N M A R L E Y, like Bob Marley. But yeah, Maria Marley. That's Twitter. Yeah, that's all I got. That's all you got. No Instagram. Shit. There's no oh, Pinterest. Can there's I no. Shout out my clip strike. Yeah, whatever you. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm said plug jobs, anything you want. If you're into foot jobs, I sell them at clipsforsale.com slash nine four seven four five. And you nine four seven four five. Nine four seven four five. That's your that's your exclusive foot job gallery. Yeah, that's my foot job. That's yeah. your marketplace for yeah. foot jobs. Clipsforsale.com slash. What would you say is the key to a solid foot job? Um. Is it toe game? Is it toe ankle? Jobs are great. Ankle game. Ankle. Okay, so I don't want to give out any secrets. Oh shit. There. Okay. But most girls um, have to hold their legs, like. We gotta hear you. Like this. Okay. To do it. Yeah. Um, you don't have to do that. No, it is. There is like an ankle motion. Like. Yeah. But if the um, if it's like a really if it's a smaller penis, it's more of like an up and down. Like she was just kicking it. Yeah. This is all. This is all martial arts <laughs> like right here. But if it's a bigger penis, you can do what I call the jellyfish motion, and only, only with your ankles. <laughs> it's a, that's that's a pretty good jellyfish. Yeah, the, my my buddy but had a joke like about the jellyfish. But you spread your toes in and out so the camera is like. Yeah, that's what I found out. Is down on. here, it's a lot of there's a lot of it's a lot of fetish, and I, and I got linked up with a lot of people in the in the little foot, the little bratty foot party. Like I got linked up with those people, <laughs> and uh, so that's like a whole other world that I didn't know existed um and then so then so then in in my research i've seen i've seen so i saw a uh where a a girl is basically like crisscross applesauce Mm -hmm. and she just and she grips she grips it with her no she grips it with her feet and then she blows him oh yeah i can do that too (laughs) okay well, so we'll look. So what is it? What is it? Four six. <laughs> Clips for sale slash. Clipsforsale dot com slash nine four seven four five. And you can see her do the jellyfish. <laughs> the jellyfish. You can see me give Batman a foot job. I did that. You give a fat man a foot job. 
A Batman foot job. A Batman? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said Lance a fat Hart man. Lance played my Batman. Oh, I thought you said a. I, I thought you said. Foot job. I thought you said a fat man. Um. I don't think I've given any fat man foot I like, jobs. I like you gave you gave it a second. You're like, hang on, let but me I'm just let me let sure. me go let me go through the Rolodex. No, oh, I don't. No, no I haven't done it. I haven't. I done have. It. Never mind. <laughs> so look forward to that, guys. Well, listen, this is a, a great episode of the Porn Stars People podcast. Thank you for doing it. Thank you for meeting me on such short notice. Um, my name is Dan Frigolette. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, um, SoundCloud, wherever you heard us. We're on the other thing, too. Check out our content on YouTube if you haven't seen it. If you're on YouTube, check out our uh, podcasts uh, in your car. Do the listening thing. Get involved. We're trying to do everything we can to bring you some good content. We will be at Exotica uh, at the end of the month, no, uh, the beginning I of won't. November. Well, the podcast will try to be there. And... Uh, and your episode will be airing somewhere in that vicinity. So, uh, so, so please uh, keep following us. We, we, we'll do what we can to uh, entertain you. Thank you so much. Bye.